You've come to hear what Psyche says. I'm Dr. Stephanie Vaughn, a licensed clinical psychologist. And I'm Sarah Kamita, a licensed professional counselor. We're just a couple of therapists without a target audience for this podcast. But hope it can be of some help to someone somewhere. Hello, Sarah. Hello again. After we just got done with our first post-quarantine podcast. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's post-quarantine, post we are now quarantined. We're the midst of quarantine. Yeah. And so you and I were just talking about uh, taking it sort of like one day at a time and that that was a coping strategy. It made me think about the coping skill, ADBT, of cope ahead. So with cope ahead, the idea is to actually, some people get this wrong, but the, the way that it is, is it's like you think about actually the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Some people think it's like you cope, you know, you think about, Oh, how I'm going to cope so that this won't happen. That's like, just like planning ahead. Yeah. That's just like planning. Ahead. No cope ahead. It, go, it gets kind of dark in cope ahead. So the cope ahead skill involves thinking about worst case scenario. This is a cognitive um, behavioral, actually a cognitive behavioral technique that they've used for years, but DBT calls it cope ahead. So you think about, let's say um, that you had anxiety about passing an exam or something. And so it's like, okay, think about the worst case scenario, failing the exam and imagine coping well with it. That takes some imagination, you know, and depending on the person, it may take, you know, a little more, a little more. Well, it's not just about not passing the exam. It's like, keep going, you know, go there. So then, well, I don't pass the exam and then I fail the class. Well, that's not the worst case scenario, you know, that's headed on the yeah, I don't, but you want to imagine at that point coping with worst case scenario, you fail the class. So you use your imagination then. Then the next step, well, then I fail out of school and then and so on and so on until I, I always joke that it always ends in being on a park bench, you know. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Being on a park bench, homeless and alone, um, and no one cares about you, and you know you're dying or whatever. So whatever it takes for you to get to, and whatever your worst case scenario is, that's what you do. But then, 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 if it's the being homeless on the bench and you're no one cares about you and you're laying there, even then, imagining coping, like okay, what next? You know, what next? So in Coping with, in de- let's use the term dealing with, in dealing with um, quarantine and this whole how long is it going to last? I think one of the worst things that people can, ask, one of the worst questions they can ask themselves is that, you know, or really anybody else, because no one knows. In asking how long is it going to last, how long is it going to last, it allows for this like, oh, and then it's going to end you know and it's a false sense of security and yet it you know it's it's like we get this idea that oh I can get the right answer and then I'm going to feel better so rather than thinking of it like well how long is it going to last what is it that you're afraid of you know and that that ties in that cope ahead skill so okay what's worst case scenario 
Um, and then worst case scenario, maybe for today or this week, or um, maybe the theme is worst case scenario economically, um, health wise, um, relationship wise. You know, everybody's got a different theme that bothers them more than another, you know, at any given point. So it may be that, um, you know, economics is a big thing for people right now. Uh, How, how, you know, this can't go on any longer. Some people's businesses are entirely shut down. They don't have any income. And so it's like, well, how much longer, how much longer, how much longer? It's, it's difficult. This is a, a very difficult, can be a very difficult skill to practice and if you can do it, it can lead to really profound sense of freedom. Um, because really, it's not so much the thing that we experience. If you look back on your life and any time you've had something hard, it's not the thing that is really the hardest when it hits. It's the anticipation of the next thing and the next thing and the comparison of the before. So you know, with mindfulness being the, one of the foundations of DBT, when we look back at the past and when we look at the future um, in anticipation, that's when we experience a lot of suffering. We can use imagination, go there in your head. What's the fear? Okay, you, you can't pay your, you can't pay your mortgage. And so then, how am I going to, what am I going to do then? How am I going to find a house? Well, you don't have that problem yet, you know? So it's a thing to remind myself, like, that hasn't happened yet. If it does, we'll deal with it. Yes. So, it, you know, the COPA head skill, it involves this dialectic, dialectic being two things that seem to go against each other, but can be together at the same time, which is looking ahead and also being in the present at the same time. So you can look ahead at what if, um, you know, what if I can't pay my mortgage and I'm going to be, I have to find another place to live. That's your worst case economic scenario. So then feeling how that would feel, imagining yourself coping effectively with it, brief, you know, so briefly like, okay, well then I could, do this. I could do this. I could do this. These are options. And then there's even the option of, um, I'll wait until that gets there. You know, I'll wait until I'm there because there are problems in the present right now that you could actually do something about. And we don't know what it's going to be like in the future or what options are going to be available. So there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can go there and, and use cope ahead or, and you can also use um, remembering that you not solve problems you don't have yet. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that's usually more my go-to than the coping ahead. Um, because I, I find that if you're not really like focused and diligent on using that skill and like like seeing it through, sometimes you can end up feeling worse if you kind of like halfway do it. Um and I don't think people use the skill correctly too, which is another reason. But I, I think the whole like staying in the moment um, is has been kind of my saving grace during all of this because I do know that if I let myself go there, I'm going to feel all sorts of feelings that I don't want to feel. And if I look 
back on a time that I was anticipating something and it never happened. And all those emotions that, that came up that I, I had to deal with um, that were for nothing because the thing I was worried about never came about. I get upset with myself. I'm like, if I would have only just, you know, stayed in the moment and just trusted that things are, you know, however they're going to work out, they're going to work out. And then when things like when I'm approached with something, like knowing that I have the skills to deal with it and the people to support me um, helps keep me sane, especially during this time. Yeah. I, I, um, I think of it like stairs, you know, if you have a really big staircase um, and you know, I'm sure you've had, you've been in the position of looking at it or even, even with exercise or something where they're like, you can do this many rounds. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, how am I gonna, and don't, don't go there, you know, <laughs> don't go there. Don't. And instead I can, I don't remember where I was even when I was climbing these stairs that we had to get up and I just looked down at my feet and I just walked, you know, just looked at one step and each step as I got more tired, I would look at it like, this is the first one. This is the first one. There's only one. There's only one. There's only one. And it's a little trick of the mind. But I mean, we got to use as many of those as we can um, in, you know, in order to feel better. If you want to feel better, then use some of this stuff. Right. And, and before you know, it's like, don't look up. It's one thing to look up and be like, okay, all right, you know. I don't need to just run really fast because I've got this whole staircase up ahead, you know, ahead of me. I don't need to burn out my energy right here. There's, it's one thing to do that, to look up and see, and then go back down to step, 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 you know, and it's another thing to just put your head down and don't look at all, you know, because sometimes they curve. Yeah. Sometimes they curve. So, it's like, look up, yeah, look down, and then one step at a time. At least that's been my approach. Yeah. I also like to think to myself, okay, so say like my, in my brain, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if we get to winter and we're still in quarantine? I try to remind myself that I have no idea how, how I'm going to be at that time. So it's almost impossible to really think about like how you're going to deal with that or what it's going to be like when you're looking out into the future, because we don't know what anything is going to be like. That's right. That's so right. Because there's so many things that change. I mean, you would have, if I'd have probably, if I'd have been like, Sarah, how do you think you would do in like a month long quarantine, you know? Back several months ago when we were talking about the snow day, you know, the snow day situation, you would have been like, oh, there's no way I would just be a total wreck. And that's just not true. Yes. I mean, I even think back to the first um, staff consult meeting we had via Zoom and we all went around and and kind of rated our level of distress today versus what we thought it was going to be on the weekend. Um, And even like three days out my my assumption of how I was going to feel was so different than the way I actually felt which was kind of a humbling experience and kind of a nice experience too it's like just because we think something's going to be some way does not mean that it will be yeah for sure so 
um, I was thinking about right before we, right before all this happened, and you were talking about how you wish, it almost like you wish you could get the time back that you had stressed about things because it really, it ended up being fine, you know, it ended up being fine. And that's really why I'm trying to take that approach as much as possible, not having this idea that I need to figure everything out or I need to solve everything because there's so many factors that we can't control. And I know we were to some degree stressed. I I think looking back, I was uh, delusionally non-stressed probably, you know, if you look at like what what most people would probably experience about the fact that our ceiling was caving in you know, at our office that the ceiling was leaking. We couldn't use several of our offices. They weren't fixing it, you know, and I was just like, you know, it's okay. It's it's fine. And it ended up being fine. Of course, it took a quarantine for that to happen. Global pandemic, but uh, a global, a global pandemic. (laughs) Um, But long story short, we ended up, um, moving out, we didn't have to solve the problem of how are we going to get the ceiling fixed? How are we going to find space? Because we didn't need space anyway. We just flipped to doing things online. So that was a problem we did, we ended up not having to solve. And I try to remember things like that, that all of the problems that I think that I have to solve, I don't necessarily have to. And does it have to be solved today? I've sort of been also thinking about if I can remember that if I get a lot of pushback on something, you know, this morning when you went on the website and it was like crashed or, you know, you you had some trouble with the website. Not our website, but a website I needed to use. Yes. Just to clarify, not our (laughs) website. Just clarifying that our website is spot on. We would not be relaxing on this podcast right now if our website was crashed. So yeah, but you, you go on a you go on a website and you're str- and you feel like oh I got to do this thing or whatever and it's just not working. I've I've been working on trying to look at that as a like what if you didn't have to be stressed at all and things would work out. This is where I was uh, when I was also delusionally not upset about the ceiling. So I'm trying to get there, <laughs> working on recognizing that again. So I'm like, what if you actually don't have to be stressed at all and things would work out? So then what would you do if, if you were supposed to upload something, you were supposed to send something, if you were supposed to whatever, and it didn't happen? Are you still able to feel peace? I'm experimenting with that. And sometimes the only way is to walk away from it, you know, like just the website wasn't working. And so then to radically accept the website is not working and, and walk away from it and do something else. Yeah. Enjoyable even, you know, it's funny you say that. So after I, I tried several times to load the website, I shut my computer down, turned it back on, you know, did like my happy dance, all those things. I just stopped and I um, ordered cookies to be delivered to one of my friend's houses this morning. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm like, they'll get done. And then after that, like I checked back and the website was up again. So, you know, no harm, no foul. Yeah. 
Yes, I'm trying to remember to that that is a possibility. That when I have experimented with this possibility, when I've actually, which I don't know why I ever stop. Somehow something happens, you know, and then I stop. But when I experiment with it, like come hell or high water, no matter what, I am going to just, I'm going to be peaceful. And if something comes up that is a, a threat to that, then I either let it, you know, I'm going to let it go, walk away from it, whatever. And I'm taking the risk. Like I am going to take the risk that I'm going to be on the park bench, you know, the park bench, the, the homeless, the whatever the big fear is. That's I, I try to remember to take the risk. You know, thinking with, with this situation, it's highly, it, it can be highly reinforced. So say you have a problem and you just go about it with a peaceful approach and it works out. You're like, awesome, you know, great. But say it doesn't work out. Say the but problem it always works out, Sarah, even though it looks like it doesn't. That's, I think, the piece that requires like an additional step, a little faith, a little trust that is hard sometimes. It's hard, especially when you've got people counting on you and, and things that you feel like you have to be doing. Well, you don't have to be, right? I mean, these are the things that I, this is how I talk to myself in my head. So it's like, and then it doesn't work out. And I'm following you on that where like, it doesn't work out. How do you know it doesn't work out? Is it because someone's pissed? You and I both know that that is not the end all of whether or not something is worked out. Someone can be upset independent of whatever you chose, you know? And maybe, just maybe, that's where they need to be right now. They need to be able to be pissed. Like, they got their own process going on. So, you think, you know, you decide it doesn't work out because the ceiling is leaking, you know? Well, we should have done, I knew that they didn't fix the roof then. We should have, we should have, well, not really, because had that not have been the case, we wouldn't have been so quick to give up the space. Yeah. And then we'd have been stuck with it which would, would, in theory, not have been good. Yeah, so, I mean, at what point do you decide that it hasn't worked out? Uh, but we're quick to decide, okay, well, that's the, that's the end point. Now it has not worked out. And life is still going on, so it's possible that it does. Yes. That's right. what I try to remember. Yeah, you're right. So I want you to help me remember. I will help you if you help me. How can I best help you remember? Um, I think, you know, I'm a big fan of like cheerleading and reminders, especially when I'm starting to get whooped. Okay. So like when I say this isn't real. Yes. That, that does help a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I say none of this is real. I like to imagine that I'm in a virtual game or something and that I, I've accidentally gotten too into it. And I think that this is real. And then if I don't pay attention and remember that this isn't real, then when it's over, all the people who were waiting on me and watching, you know, watching are like, oh, you got really into it. You really, you were like really into it. You were just so sure that this shit was going to end up really bad. So I try, I try to, okay. All right. 
I know, no, this is real. I'm holding it lightly, holding it lightly. Do you imagine yourself as that little cartoon that was made of you when you did that training? Ooh, that's a good idea. Totally should. Yeah, yeah. So it's like my um, avatar. Avatar, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So that like I'm an avatar, and but I've just like gotten way too attached to my game. Yeah. So I'm trying to just pay attention, and so then I can cheerlead Sarah and say there are no such things. This mistakes is important at this moment. I know what you're about to say. I can just tell. What am I about to say? Not hit the record button on your phone. (laughs) It didn't record. I did hit it, but I think that somehow it didn't. I don't know. You know what? That's okay. We're recording it in two other places right now. And I'm sure our excellent producer, Brad Dollar, can find a way to make it work. Yeah, and it'll work or... Or it won't work, but it'll always work out in the end is sort of the way my brain likes to cope. So in sum, we want to work on one step at a time, Mm -hmm. looking at the step in front of you. I personally like to glance up, see what I got, and then put my head right back down because I don't want to bang my head into the wall if there's a curve. Yes, smart. And also reserve my energy if, you know, depending, if I need to you know, go a little slower or whatever. Yeah. We're just strategic about it. Yeah. Yeah. Strategic. And then also using the cope ahead, which is go there. Worst case scenario. Imagine in your head. And then, and then what? Life goes on. And I think it's never what we think it is. Yeah. Keeping an open mind and remembering that we don't have all the factors. We're not, we're, and we're not 100% in control of the universe. Yeah. I know that's very difficult. That's very difficult <laughs> to remember. I'm not absolutely in control of the universe. Yes. All right. So then just as a reminder. Yeah. Just as a reminder, feel free to please check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook and the Twitter machine. Throw us a like, follow us, um, leave any comments or shares. We really appreciate it. We work hard on our posts. Um, you can leave questions, comments, things you want to talk about, hear about on our podcast. And we have upgraded our website and have opened up um, the ability to sign up for any of our groups, which is pretty awesome. We've been offering some free support groups right now during this new time of life that we're in so check it out yes and we hope that this has been of some help to someone somewhere